that. That was just like, that's a creepy hay. Not intended to be a creepy hay, but it was a creepy hay nonetheless. Hey there. How are you? I'm Daniel Brewer. This is Pointless Talk. And in the very first episode that I just posted yesterday, I completely messed up the title of the show. I said Pointless Conversation um, or Conversations. I don't even remember what I said now, but it, it wasn't Pointless Talk, which is the thing that I finally ended up on deciding that the title would be, right? It, it could be a talk to myself, a talk to you, or I could, or I could talk to a guest. I felt like conversations like it, it hemmed me in too much. Like conversations is like, yeah, you could have a conversation with yourself, but, but would you though? Would you? But I mean, people talk to themselves all the time. I talk to myself like all the time talking to myself right now. Um, also, also I screwed up my Twitter handle last night. My tw- I've had that thing since 2007 and I messed it up. It's not Daniel J. Bray. It's just Daniel Brewer at Twitter. <laughs> I don't know how, how I got the rest of it messed up. I don't know. Uh, happy Eid, everyone. It was Eid just this past weekend on Sunday, I believe. Yeah, it was Sunday. Sunday was Eid. I got a lovely present from my brother and sister-in-law. It is a Mickey Mouse statue for the garden with an adorable little puppy Pluto. So that was awesome. I feel bad because I didn't really get them Eid presents. I got them late birthday presents because all of our birthdays are in March, the three of us. My brother, my sister-in-law, and myself. We're all in March. And of course, March was, you know, the year that never ended with all of us being locked in place, Disney shutting down, that whole thing. And knowing, you know, we still don't know everything there is to know about the coronavirus, but we know more now than we did in March. So everyone was being, you know, super, super, super isolated from each other. So I didn't get to give them their birthday presents. So I gave them to them as he, so I, I basically re gifted their own gifts for Eid. So that's what you get. That's what atheists give on Eid re re gifted birthday gifts. And now, you know, the rest of the story. I have, a, I have stuff to talk about today. It's politics. Um, now, before you leave, because <laughs> there's a certain amount of you that may want to leave when you hear the word politics. And I don't blame you. This is 2020, right? Political discourse is people spouting extreme views on one side or another and screaming at each other. And that's, that's what, when we hear politics, that's what we think. Oh, as he said, he said, she said, she said, they said what he said. Nobody knows anything. They're all bad. It's not true, but they're not all bad. But that's okay. It's okay. If you don't like politics, that's fine. No problem whatsoever. Thank you. I'll see you next time, I guess, if, if, if you want to come back. Yeah, here, let me, get, let me give you a reason to come back. The next show, I'm going to talk about bacon. So you, you don't want to miss that. Like, uh, I'm going to speak extensively about bacon next time. So make sure that you come back for that. For us tonight, though, tonight, today, this morning, I don't know. That's I don't know what time to put this out. Like I'm I'm recording this in the evening, but it's Tuesday evening. So is this is this Wednesday's show? Is this Tuesday's show? I don't know. I don't know if I really want to label it. Cause and if I start giving them cute, you know, weekday names, then what if I miss one? What if I miss a day? Then that's that's no fun. There was no point to that. 
So for this show, let's talk a little bit, just a little bit about politics. Um, the Democratic nominee, Joe Biden, was uh, on the Breakfast Club show the other day. And he said that thing that we all know. We all know he said it. I mean, it's the thing that we've all heard. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Yep, that's the thing. And it's, it's weird because that's not, <laughs> it was an 18 and a half minute interview. 18, 20, 18 and a half, somewhere in there. It was by, you know, it wasn't what he, he, he said a lot of things, <laughs> said a lot of really interesting things. And it's kind of sad now that that is not going to be what was remembered. What's going to be remembered is that he said, uh, you ain't black. If, if you have to think about voting for him, then you ain't black. Now, we can all agree that this is, is a stupid thing to say. Like, we can all agree that this is just a stupid thing to say. And you know who I blame? I don't actually even blame Biden on this. I blame it on... Do I have this up here? Yeah, I blame it on this person. All right, so well, uh, Biden's talking to Charlemagne the God, right? Now, now listen done? for this other voice I, I, that's coming in doing? just a minute. Yeah, so I, sorry, that's, uh, that's our time so, there. I'm so no, sorry, I, that's I, I, our time. That's Biden's handler. That's Biden's guy basically saying, all right, your time's up. You need to go. You need to cut it off. Now, this is at 11 minutes and 23 seconds into this 18 minute and 20 second interview. So the, the handler tried to cut him off. And then Biden's, oh, no, no, no. You know, I talked too long. I talked too long. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask me some more questions. And then he asked him an, uh, another question uh, that Biden answered in his long-winded way that he likes to do so. And then the aide tried to get him again by saying, wait, 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 no, your time is up. We need to go. Uh, he made a joke about Jill Biden needing to be on the stream at, you know, at six o'clock or something. And that's when the thing happened. That's when the gaffe happened. And this isn't news, right? This isn't news. To, there is not a single Democrat anywhere in this country that is in any way shocked that Joe Biden made a gaffe. That's, that's what he does. Right, from, from telling handicapped people to stand up, uh, you know, stand up, come on, stand up. <laughs> from telling parents that they need to put the record player, the phonograph on at night for their kids. I don't, think, I don't even think that was just parents. I think it was also, it was like underprivileged parents that he was telling that to. That was in a debate. Remember in the debate when he just randomly started screaming out numbers in his name? It was just like, uh, uh, and in, in, in summation, three, zero, six, six, nine, two, go Joe. Text. <laughs> it's like, he had no idea what he was talking about. But this is Joe Biden, right? This is Mr. Gaff. This is, uh, you know, we, we know that about him. No one is shocked by that. But what I am constantly shocked by is articles that run in the New York Times that have headlines like this. Inside the dizzying effort to pitch Trump to black voters. Joe Biden's You Ain't Black gaffe was immediate grist for an online show called Black Voices for Trump. But its cast of Trump advisors routinely ignores the president's history of divisive remarks. So this is an entire article in the New York Times written by Annie Carney, who uh, is just afeard of the right wing, the Republicans taking advantage of Biden's gaffes. 
she's terrified about this. This is horrible. This is going to, this is going to change people's minds. Uh, if, if they make enough fun of Joe Biden, then no one's going to vote for him. Clearly. And, and Democrats buy this. Democrats are, are, are terrified of this. Let me, let me just state unequivocally at this point in time, if Joe Biden walked out into Fifth Avenue and shot someone in the head, I would still vote for him. Right? It's just, I, I would still vote for him. There's nothing that could, he could say or do at this point in time that would make him worse than Trump. Like there's no universe where he's not the lesser of two evils. If it even went to, I'm not saying Joe Biden's evil. I'm just saying that if I felt dissuaded and I wasn't uh, excited about voting for him, he in no way, shape or form would be the lesser of the two evils. Wow. That was a, that was a, that was a tap dance there, wasn't it? Not a tap dance. That's more like a ballroom dance. More like I started over there and did some pirouette shit in the middle and then ended over here in the exact same position that I started without you knowing exactly which way I was facing. The, the thing though, uh, about these panicking Democrats and Joe Biden making his gaffes and everything is, is that they're lulled, lulled, they're lulled into this uh, argument. Are they lulled into it? Or are they brought into this? They're, they're accepting the premise of the argument being made by the right wing, which is that making verbal gaffes, is somehow equivalent, if not worse, than just making up shit, making up lies, putting people in danger, uh, saying things that are just outright lies, right? We're not talking about Trump saying hamburgers or spelling hamburgers on tweet or when he tried to say America and it came out of and his well-documented habit of never correcting himself in a speech, just doubling down on whatever the word was and adding the word and to it. We're not talking about those. Everyone makes verbal gaffes. Joe Biden makes 10 billion of them. I make 10 billion of them. Trump makes 10 billion. We all do. We're human, right? Speaking extemporaneously is not something that's just easy for people to do. You make mistakes. You get the name of your podcast wrong. You, you get your twiddle hand, twiddle. You get your twiddle hander wrong. Twiddle hander wrong. I, I got to write that down. Twiddle hander wrong. Sounds like a, a German scientist. Like <laughs> newest news from the COVID-19. Let's go to Dr. Twiddle handle wrong <laughs> from the Berlin science place. Um, the, where was I going with this? There was a point here. Oh, I know what it is. We all make verbal gaffes, but we cannot be pulled into the argument of making those equivalent, right? Like when you say, hey, uh, you know, Trump just tweeted out something that is demonstrably false and it's a lie. And that's something that should be deleted off Twitter. Oh, yeah. Well, Joe Biden said you ain't black and that should be deleted, too. It's like one of them was a gaffe. One of them was a gaffe that was immediately uh, clarified and apologized for. Whatever needed to happen to it, it doesn't matter. It was a gaffe. The speaker recognized and admitted that it was a gaffe. The other one is someone just making shit up for nine times out of 10 personal gain, right? That's his thing. How can I grift off the American taxpayer? How can I put that money into my pocket? That's, that's like everything. Everything that he does somehow ends up back to putting money in his or his very close allies' pockets. So don't. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. Don't be that Democrat that freaks out 
because your guy said some stuff that was stupid. Certainly don't let yourself get pulled into those arguments with people without like calling them on it, right? It's like, come on, there's a difference. <laughs> that, that wasn't your button. Was, come on, man. Come. I love it when he does that. He's just like uh, mid-sentence, forgets where he's going. He's like, come on. Joe Biden, man. I don't even know if I made my point. Fortunately, the show is called Pointless Talk. Uh, just this evening, Twitter made a very bold move. <laughs> they actually distinguished the difference between uh, blatant lying and uh, slipping, slipping up, a slip of the tongue, a slip of the finger in typing. Right? They... They stepped up to the plate and they, uh, well, not really, not bravely or anything like that. They, they, they decided that something that Trump lied about, out of the hundreds of things he lied about, one of the things he lied about, eh, it was maybe harmful to the country. Maybe it was harmful to confuse people about voting and it might get people to, uh, you know, it's kind of dangerous to, you know, democracy. This is a Trump that... This is a Trump that tweet made. This is a tweet that Trump made earlier. There's no way that mail-in ballots will be anything less than substantially fraudulent, blah, 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 blah. And now, underneath that tweet, there is a get the facts about mail-in ballots, a big exclamation point and a little tag that's put on there by Twitter. Because they finally decided that, okay, well, we, we're too chicken shit to like suspend him like we suspend other users all the time for saying things that are just despicable and hateful and lies. Alex Jones looking at you like, well, Alex Jones, they didn't just suspend him. They took him off the platform. Right. But because he's the president of the United States, they're letting him get away with stuff that anyone else couldn't get away with. And it's, it's high time that we pull that, put that back. Like, look, you it's your platform, Twitter. If you're going to make rules and enforce the rules, it shouldn't matter who in government. Oh, that's not true. I guess lobbying. Trump, of course, immediately responded uh, after those warnings were put on his tweets. Twitter, he said, is now interfering in the 2020 presidential election. They are saying my statements on mail-in ballots, which will lead to massive corruption and fraud, is incorrect based on fact-checking by Fake News CNN and the Amazon Washington Post. Twitter is completely stifling free speech, and I, as president, will not allow it to happen. But I'm not sure what's funnier here. What he thinks he can do, like what, what he thinks the president of the United States can do to a private company that's not breaking any laws, like what he, like, gonna seize them or something, take them over, send the military in to take over Twitter? Like, what's, what's he going to do? He can't pass laws. I guess he could pass an executive order. But an executive order saying what and, and how? And what, what the hell does he think he's going to do? That's, that's one thing. But also there's the fact that he thinks that this is a free speech issue. You know, we're guaranteed free speech in the sense that we are told that we are guaranteed that the government won't make a law that says we can't say something, right? That we can't be thrown in jail by the government for what we say. And even then, there's caveats, right? Like if it causes a, a riot or if it puts other people at harm. So it's, it's not a free speech issue. And there's certainly nothing he can do about this. 
So I, I don't know where we're going with any of this. I just don't. I don't know what's going to happen. But, but I can't. I don't want to believe that I live in a country that's going to elect him again. There are some people out there that I have a low opinion of, but by and by and whole, by and whole, by and large, by and large, I would say that I feel good about human beings, or at least my fellow human beings that I live around, that I work with. I mean, I see some of these other crazy people on Twitter, but they're not real, are they? And I think that does it for me. If you've got something to add, hit me up on Twitter. I'm Daniel Brewer. Send me an email. I'm DanielJBrewer at gmail.com. And like I said, tomorrow. No, I don't want to say tomorrow. Like I said, the next time. Could be tomorrow. It could be the next. I don't know when it is. Could be tomorrow. Maybe. But you know what? Next time, I'm going to talk about bacon. But not eggs. Bacon.